Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Superhero Finder. I, as always, am Matt Wilson um, and I am the Superhero Finder, searching the cosmos and the world for all inspiring stories to meet some really, really cool people um, who have a lot of things to say. Um, they may exude strength or they may actually have some inner strengths in there, which will be great to kind of share with everyone today. So I have the absolute pleasure um, of introducing today and sharing some space with Kay Gallagher. Kay, how are you today? I'm I'm good, I'm good, thank you. Bit broken, but I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic, thank you. Now, I would like to start with a little bit broken. Why are you broken? Would you like to uh, just say a little bit about that? Uh, competed at UKSA, Scotland's Strongest Woman, yesterday. Um, so, wow. competing in Scotland, then drove back home last night. <laughs> That's a long drive to come <laughs> back. After, yeah. Well, I didn't drive, but I was in the car. Yeah, for the drive. Yeah, I don't think I would have. No, I can't. Can't sleep in a car. Can't do it. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, no. What I don't. Journey that is to not be able to sleep on. It is. It's a good job. It's a beautiful drive, isn't it? <laughs> it is a beautiful drive, though. I've done it many times because I've got a lot of family up in Scotland. In fact, on that, we discovered from talking that actually our origins are in the same town. We said, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, I from Ayrshire, grew up in Ayrshire. All family from Ayrshire. Uh, well, Ayrshire and Glasgow. Yeah, and your granddad? It was there as well. It was Whitlets. In a, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. So, um, and now you're in Leeds and I'm in Doncaster. So, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> we obviously wanted warmer climates. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> a bit more predictable. A little bit more predictable and less rain. So we just, we just, yeah, definitely. Because that's one thing it is in Scotland, isn't it? Uh, yeah, definitely. It is a fabulous place. So Scotland's strongest woman then. Um, so strong man and being, you know, a competitive strong woman is a massive part of your life, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, apart from mum life. Yeah. Um, I'd say that strong man is just my, that is what my life revolves around. Yeah, absolutely. Um, every spare minute I get, I go watch comps, go watch people. I'm at the gym. Yeah watching it online watching people's videos on instagram youtube whatever it's just consumes me i absolutely love it that's all of it that's that's incredible that something takes up so much time what is it about kind of what is it about strongman that you particularly uh love it's it's people pushing themselves to points where the the at one point would never have thought they'd be so it doesn't matter whether somebody's doing a 60 kilo deadlift or the 500 deadlift or whatever. It's somebody doing something and pushing themselves to a point where they never thought they'd be able to, to be. And I think that that's just, it just, it's just magic for me. I love it. Yeah. I, I know what you mean because, you know, I started competing on an amateur level um, last year and it's, I know the first time you competed, what, what struck me about Strongman was the fact that although everyone is competing, it's very much people trying to beat their own expectations of themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And although it's a little bit cheer for, cheer for everyone. Yeah, exactly that. And although it's a very individual sport, it's like the biggest team support. Like you get a team support while you're competing on your own. It's a real bizarre, bizarre situation. It's just, there's nothing else like it. I just love it. No, it, it is amazing. And it's, it's incredible to see as well where kind of the human potential goes as well. Cause you see someone like Chloe Brennan doing the, the new stones at, you know, Oh, absolutely. Um, and yeah. she's tiny. So when you think of the kind of weight to weight ratio, there was a girl yesterday at Scotland and she weighs, I think she said she was 52 kilo or something. And she pulled a seven and a half ton truck, oh. you know, like 
just how is that even she didn't think she'd do it she, she was just like if it moves it moves if it doesn't it doesn't and she absolutely smashed it and it's just absolutely yeah. ridiculous yeah it's things like that just, yeah. just get me so excited you know it's it's quite incredible it just yeah it just goes to show that the sometimes if you remove the limitations that you've got and you actually just go for it if you really want something where you can where you can take your possibilities and where you can take your potential absolutely i think that that same a real thing that people if they if they're going to sort of do well in the sport they need to switch that on like you just have to believe that you, you can because if you don't think you can you never will um and i think that that that's really that, that's just something that is really important to try and get into people that you have to truly believe that you can do whatever it is that you're setting out to do yeah that that total idea of all-encompassing self-limitation yeah absolutely yeah absolutely but yeah i just love it I can tell. I can just tell by your energy as well. Um, and it's fantastic. So what would be interesting for me to know, and I'm sure everyone else would like to know as well, is where did this start for you? Was there something, have you always liked strength sports? Like as a kid growing up, were you kind of um, on this journey or has it been a No, no, no. I I used to obviously watch it with my dad when I was younger and things like that. I remember um, being um, out and about and... Um, we we seen Mark Felix in Scotland at a, a safari park. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> and my dad lost his his cool and was like fanboyed over him a bit. Yeah. Um, and the excitement my dad got from that, I was a bit like, whoa, like. And then I used to watch the shows with my dad and things like that, and then never really followed the sport for a lot of years. And then a couple of years ago, maybe three four years ago, I'd started following a few of the guys from the one hundred and five scene on mm-hmm. um, Instagram and things. Um, didn't know that women could do it at this point. I didn't even know there was a thing women could do. Right, okay. Yeah. I didn't know of any of the women. I hadn't, obviously, they hadn't been on TV and things at this point, and, like, I hadn't really seen much of of anything. Um, I started doing some bro stuff at a gym, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I, I just basically went to lose weight and ended up training with some guys that worked at the gym, um, did some bits of typical push pull legs things yeah. like that yeah um and then I had a bit of a a real low time in my life and things were a bit like um uh well just hit rock bottom like yeah. fully yeah like was absolutely devastated that I was alive and angry at the world because I existed, you know. Yeah. Um, and then I'd been messaging Viking Power and Strength, which is in Doncaster, about for about six months, saying I want to come for a session, want to come for a session. Never went, never went. Finally went to a session and just fell in love with it. And yeah. the the guys there are incredible. They're so supportive. Turns out that I was kind of strong and <laughs> reasonably all right at everything. Yeah. And, and did my did my first comp about 10 days later so wow that's quick then that's from the frying pan into the fire isn't it as i say yeah yeah um they were just like we've well, got a comp vikings were running it they were just like mm. let you know just do it and i was like all right okay let's see what it's all about and just the crowd and the energy and just i just fell in love with it and then i just wanted to be better and better and better yeah and then, yeah, not stopped. And that was about, uh, well, that was October uh, 2020. So it was ju- just after the lockdowns and things, before the last lockdown. Yes. So, yeah, in the, in the first year of 
of everything that was going on. I mean, yeah. at that point, you know, when when your kind of mental health um, and, and situation was was at that point kind of finding something that you could apply yourself to in that way, we, you know, I can imagine had many benefits, but what was it about the kind of the experience in particular, you know, did, did that carry on? So out, I suppose where I'm going with this is outside the exercise, did that help? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, a firm believer in strong body, strong mind, and that doesn't matter whether it's, um, if you're going running for miles or if you're doing plies or whatever, but if you're getting yourself, your body feeling strong and capable, I think that that crosses over into the mental state hugely and massively. I don't think anyone can deny, can deny that. And um, I think that, I, so I had a real um, to-do last night after my, <laughs> I had a bit of a blip after UK's, um, but I've got a lot, a lot of crap going on in life at the minute. And I had a bit of a, I feel very mentally weak right now and that's crossed over into my body you know um and I feel like the two go hand in hand so I need to sort sort of get everything else in line so that I can get myself back to where I, I know that I am and where I can be um but I definitely think the two are intertwined massively yeah. um and I think if one suffers the other one suffers greatly and if you can't get in control of one work on the other and it'll all it'll it'll come into play eventually yeah Absolutely, absolutely, and you know that that idea of overall strength, isn't it? And it's you know I always find that the strength bar and you know strongman's a good one because you can apply it very very easily. Um, yeah. You can realise that you're strong um, by I don't know carrying furniture, or you can do everything. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it can have applications, can it? Um, it's it's empowering. It makes you feel capable. I think that's what it is. It's very empowering sport, especially for the women. I feel. I feel like. It's hard for me to speak, obviously, for the men's part, but I feel like as a woman in the way that sport's going just now, it's it's hugely empowering to be part of it and to be doing the things that we're doing. Yes. Now, that's something that's really, really interesting as well, because I've spoken to a couple of strong men on, on yeah. episodes before. And when I spoke to um, to Mitchell and Shane, they were very much, you know, very much say, saying the same things about the sport of strong one, about it being all inclusive and really approaching yeah. the sport. Um what'd be really interesting is to kind of see from your point of view where is being you know as as with many sports being strong man as yeah. a whole and then within that you've got strongest women and then strongest man competitions yeah do you think there's is are there equal opportunities for both sexes in in strongman at the moment or is it is it changing is it evolving like many things do um, it's definitely changing and evolving. I think the opportunities for the women are becoming more. Mm -hmm. uh, they're definitely not where the men's are, I don't think. Um, the prize money and things like that is way off and not really. Uh, it's so much better than it was. So I feel like I'm not being, I'm not sort of dissing anything in like we're really, yeah. everyone's working on getting, I mean, the women and the men shared a platform yesterday at Scotland for the first time at UK, um, at Ultimate Strongman, sorry. And it was a, so they did it at UK's, but it was the men's qualifier and then the women's actual UK strongest woman. So it was, the women were a little bit of an afterthought. Yes. To the men's show. Yeah. Um, but it worked really well. And people really enjoyed the women's show. And then um, for the Four Nations comps that he's doing, so he's doing the Scotland's one, he's doing Wales, Ireland and England so yeah. all over the next couple of months. And they're all shared shows with this same platform, all as one wow one show um, yeah. and 
if the others turn out the way that Scotland's did, then I just, I can't see them turning back from that because people were equally as impressed. You know, it wasn't like the women didn't put on a show. Yeah. They, yeah. they, they really did. Um, and I think because people don't really know Strong Woman exists, and this is the thing outside of, obviously, UK's is on TV um, earlier in the year, um, from la last year's UK's women's was on TV earlier in the year. But I feel like a lot of people who love Strong Man from Christmas time, who've watched Giants for a long time and World's Strongest Man and things like that, they still don't quite know that women are, are doing the things that they're doing because it's a very niche community. Obviously, it's all it's it's all I see and all I hear because I I'm living it and doing it and yeah. and it's but the amount of people that came and spoke to us yesterday afterwards and things and said they didn't know that women were doing it. They just got a message saying that the women's wow. show was going to be on and they, you know, and, and people loved it. So hopefully things are starting to change. Giants have a team comp coming up later in the year um, where it's um, got like Donna Moore, Rebecca Roberts and things doing Donna the Moore's show with the men. Um, yeah, that's yeah. one, yeah. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, was, yeah, sorry, go on. Uh, so that's a, that's a huge mm. platform mm. Um, for men and women to be on the same show. It would just be nice for it to be the next step, maybe it, the Giants level of of strong, like not a team comp. It's the women have their own rights and the men have their own rights. Yeah. But it'd be one one comp and one show. Um, oh, but we're getting there. We're getting there. It's, yeah, getting there. Abs absolutely. And, you know, Instagram's been full of, so in the world of Strongman, so like you said, you know, your Instagram feed is full of all these people that compete in it and it encompasses yeah. you and you feel like you're in that world, don't you? And, and I was looking at some of the stuff from FitX um, and yep. then you've got the men and the women competing on the same day. And there's, you know, it, it feels like there's, there's a, definitely a lot more of a balance um, because I never realized when I, when I first, cause I've watched world's strongest man, you do that thing, you turn on channel five between boxing day and new year's day and you just watch yep. the, what I now know is giants live productions, which I didn't know before then. And, you know, and you, and you see it's world's strongest man, isn't it? Exactly. Um, yeah. And that's where it's, and that's where it's come from. And, and I think it's, it's great, but it's really nice to see, like you said, you know, people like um, people like Donna Moore and, you know, yeah. there's all these up and coming people and there's all the different weight classes as well, which some people don't understand as well, because. Yeah, absolutely. Physically put somebody. So for anyone thinking, you know, something to, to really make sense of it. So if you watch World's Strongest Man, that yeah. would effectively be an opens category. So they don't weigh anyone. They're not bothered what people weigh. Yeah. And your 500 kilo deadlift arguably would be done by one of the opens you know, um, competitors, yeah. it could be done by someone lighter, maybe 105 or 90, but pound for pound, that's, you know, the more muscle you've got, the more potential you've got to be able to lift something, haven't you? Yeah. Um, whereas actually, why should that, you know, why should that opportunity be limited to just people that are the biggest? So, you know, and that's why for me, that you know, when I found out there were actual weight categories as well, that means yeah. that more people can can be recognised for being the strongest they can be, no matter oh, what size you start off at. I follow the 105 um, class really closely, and they were the first ones that I sort of followed that weren't, you know, world's yes. strongest men. And they yeah. were, I sort of stumbled across, um, it was a few of the lads from Doncaster that I'd just seen on Instagram and sort of watched and whatever. And But the 105 category in the UK is just, the, the lifting opens weights. Yeah. And Absolutely. moving with, I mean, um, UK's 105, I'm sure it's a 420 yoke they've got. Coming up, it's in Doncaster in a couple of weeks. Wow. Um, and, you know, it's just the things that they're doing is just, 
they deserve a bigger platform and I think that eventually we'll, we'll get there with it all it's just that we have to break this mold of the having to be the beast and the giant you know and the um the biggest and obviously that sells that looks good yeah yeah for strong men you know you have to be sellable as a strong man for the top shows they have to look the part and whatever else and um, i know there's a lot of politics around <laughs> around all of that cyber worlds and things i won't i won't get into oh no that. absolutely <laughs> <laughs> um but it would be nice to see a world's strongest woman on the same platform as the world's strongest man in the same layout and the same setup and things that would be really good yeah um obviously we've got osg and things like that but that the world's strongest man is sort of one step up and above the OSG. Yeah. Um, and it would just be nice to have the women on the same. But I, th I think that it's going to go that way. I think that eventually we'll get there. We just need the women coming in and keep bringing them in and keep bringing them in. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like, it's like with any sport is that you need, you need to keep the people going into it and you need to keep that kind of grassroots all the way up to absolutely you know, progression to keep people hungry for doing it, I suppose. Um, no, that's incredible. So if I um, if I may, so we talked about that kind of the mental health aspect of, yeah. and I know it's something you were keen to talk about as well. So what that effect Strongman did for you and had for yeah. you as well, which is incredible and just finding something that that can change, you know, how you feel about yourself and, and how you feel about life effectively. Yeah, absolutely that, yeah. Um, because as you've alluded to and, and as we've spoken about before as well and and you have got other challenges as well. So outside of, you know, Kay, the strong woman, yeah. <laughs> you know, what um, I know, and I can tell you right now that just from the limited stuff I've seen, that you show incredible strength every single day as a parent, you know, and oh, the other things in life as well. So is there, any, is, is there anything that I'd like to know where that comes from, that kind of drive to get over and, you know, go into as little or as much detail as you want about some of the challenges you go through. I don't, you know, I don't mind it. There's no yeah, problem. yeah. But it'd be interesting to know kind of when you're down, how do how do you pick yourself up to keep going again? Because it seems relentless, you know, from... Um, it, it, the main, like, so um, I'll just talk a bit about my daughter and things yeah. just because it makes a bit more sense. Um, so... Uh, 14 weeks ago my daughter collapsed um, in town centre and lost all function of her legs um, she, she's got a tumour on her spine that's um, really quite aggressive it's caused spinal cord damage and broke a vertebrae in her back so she's got pins and screws and things holding her together yeah. um, she's had four spinal surgeries in the last 14 weeks and she's starting chemotherapy any day now um, she was meant to start it today, but they're waiting for some bloods to come back to make sure everything's okay first. So we're just waiting for paperwork, basically. Um, so hopefully tomorrow, if not latest Wednesday, and then she'll finally be able to come home if the chemo, if she reacts well to chemo, she'll be able to have the treatment at hospital, come home, have treat. So we'll have her home for the first time properly in 14 weeks, um, which will be brilliant. Um, so that's been that's been tough to challenge to to, to manage over the last. Yeah. Um, 14 weeks or so I think that that's um do you, I don't quite know how I've done that a, a lot of it so the day that we found out my daughter had a tumor she banned anyone from crying oh really um she completely <laughs> she was like you're not allowed the only person that's allowed to cry is a nanny and that's because a nanny cries at everything right okay <laughs> <laughs> so um she she said so we were in we, when we found out she had a growth on a, a, a tumor on her spine and um, they told us and I, I told her and I was crying as she said it and she she, she said to me you can't cry because you're the strongest person I know and if you can't do it I yeah. can't do it 
so I feel like since then it was just I've just not really had a choice she sort of laid it on me where it's like you've got to do this and that's that you know yeah. um but her strength and resilience anyone that that's seen her over the past we've been to club so Vikings a couple of times and we've um, when she's come home she's had a few weekends at home and things but we've been down to the club and done some bits of physio bit down there and things and anyone that's seen her, her her strength and her resilience is just I mean the girls she's turned 13 she turned 13 in hospital um all she wants to do when she comes home is go for breakfast <laughs> <laughs> good like, then. Bre- yeah oh, absolutely breakfast and an all-you-can-eat buffet is all she's that's all she's bothered about um, <laughs> and she's she's just adapted so ridiculously well you know she's she's like I say she's 13 she's a teenager at a hard age anyway um she's now going to be wheelchair bound um she's adamant that she's going to be walking she's she's t- she tells everyone that she's not going to be wheel- wheelchair bound forever and she's she's deter- like she's ad- like I can't explain her, her, her mm. mental strength um and I don't know if she's feeding me or if I feed her to be honest with you or if it's a bit of both it definitely but, sounds mutual. Yeah, it. She really gives me no choice. She didn't let me because I was going to. I was when I did UKs. Um, it was seven weeks after. Um, after she'd. Yeah. She'd she'd became ill or not ill, but like after the injury and things. Um. And I hadn't trained at all. I'd been sleeping at the hospital five six nights a week um trying to juggle the other two because I've got another two kids and a dog and things like that I'd lost my job in that time so my work had um terminated my contract because I couldn't tell them when I was going to go back to work right wow life was really and I was going to do it and she was like no you're not she's like you're going to go do it and she was absolutely like would not let me not do it um, ended up that she was able to come with me actually Glenn Ross sorted it so that she could come and she could sit on just beside wow. the stage and things and and she absolutely loved it and now she follows strongman she loves she knows everyone <laughs> and she, she's, she's talking about like beefy and um Scott Milne and things like that and she she talks about all and Donna Moore she was absolutely in awe of Donna Moore um rightly so because she's yeah. an incredible woman um so yeah and then it came to Scotland's and so she's just had two surgeries in one week the week before last mm. um and the 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 last one was a real rough um things didn't quite go to plan things didn't really go as smoothly as we hoped and I, I i almost backed out of scotland's then and she was just like absolutely not and she just wouldn't allow it yeah um but yeah so we just have conversations about things and then she just doesn't allow me to quit so <laughs> If she's not in a place of quitting, how what right do I have to to quit? You know that. Oh my word, that's so incredible. I mean, I I always believe that her strength will definitely be influenced by your strength. So by yeah. family, family families are a massive influence for us, aren't they? In terms of oh, absolutely, yeah. Our and as and as you said, then you know she said you are quitting. Yeah, and that's and and that's not only I don't only see that as powerful because of the stuff she's going through so quite a lot of the time when you know if we're ill or we're going through challenges like that with health it's nice to have people around yeah what I think she's done there is she's seen not only you're the role model there you're the strongest woman she knows and, and she wants you to keep that way but also you know part of me thinks that 
she's seen how good it is for you. Yeah, she, she, she does do that. She'll say to me, like, get yourself off and go to the gym. You know, like, <laughs> and, she'll, and she'll tell me and she'll know and she'll recognise when... I think she recognises sometimes when when I dip slightly and she'll yeah. be like, come on, get yourself off to the gym. And the same way as I'd be like, come on, let's go run out of the hospital and get you a Starbucks, you know. And that's my pick you up for her. And she sends me off to the gym and it's... it's We've got a very good relationship, but she's just incredible. She's just incredible. Uh, I'm in awe of her. I can't... She's just something special. She's got she's got a lot in her. She's got a lot in her. Yeah. It's, a lot in her. That and to 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 really have that maturity to recognize that as well. Yeah. At such a young age as well. Um my what I'm interested to know, had she not have said that, would you have kept going to the gym? Would you have still competed? No. Um I I I feel like if because we because she no I feel like I would have put everything on hold to be it's it's really I'm really struggling to um, juggle it all at the minute mm. it's getting a little bit easier things are like, there's less appointments and things like that at the hospital and things yeah. um and her her dad started taking a little because the first nine weeks or so he didn't really do he he was struggling with it to be strong at his side do you yeah. know what I mean so he he couldn't really take over um I feel like mums have a different way of switching on and off and being able to be like, not that dads can't, but you know, like he just wasn't able to. And that's, yeah. that's for them to talk about and them to deal with. Mm -hmm. um, but so the last five weeks or so he's, he's helped a bit there, but struggling with, I've got two other kids trying not to let them feel abandoned and not looked after. And um, I've got a dog that's, needs all of the attention in the world um, and then which dog's done yeah <laughs> um and then obviously madison in hospital and um trying to juggle all of it i feel like if she hadn't have said to me yeah no you need you need because the first i think first six or seven weeks i didn't go to the gym or anything like that and then she was mm. like no you need to go and then the first two weeks i was going to the gym i just went into the gym and just sat mm. you know and it, it was it was just headspace and it was I, I, when I went in I was like I feel like I could breathe for the first time in months you know and I feel like I could yeah. because everyone at the club will be like, like they've all been amazing they've helped fundraise and things like that and that all the all the guys are, and the girls are just fucking oh sorry yeah right, don't worry. <laughs> they're all just um we, we say that we're a club and we're a family you know we don't yeah. we don't run as a as a commercial gym or anything it is it's very much a club and they're all incredible but they'll all say you know hope everything's all right check in and then they're all back to just treating me like hey yeah. you know so they'll take the piss out of me and just and just be themselves and uh, nobody's tiptoeing or wondering what's happening or whatever and um you know getting messages don't be shit on comp day and things like that you know it's no <laughs> no pussyfooting around and no sort of oh this is an excuse and that's an excuse it's it's they're all very normal with me and I love that and I needed that I think um but no if she hadn't have told me to go I feel like I would still be trying to just. I, I feel I feel like I would have had guilt if I if I did without her telling me to go. Um, but she told me that she'd feel guilty if I didn't do things. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes, and you know, there's, there's definitely some synergy there because it's it's really interesting. So you, you're saying there you wouldn't go, and I think that's completely natural. And I think yeah. I think a lot of people would agree with you, and, and I certainly would naturally do that as well. And you know, do you think that's is that anything to do that that guilt is that to do with not being there do we need to physically be around to be caring you know to to um, and do what we can yeah i think 
I think that if you'd asked me in the first couple of weeks, I'd been like, yes, absolutely. And now I'm like, no, I need that headspace. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I can't, um, it's been, it's been a long, long, long few months. And without a couple of weeks ago, I went to go watch my friend do the masters, um, England's masters. And if I hadn't had that headspace out in that time where it was just me able to be K and I wasn't mom and I wasn't Madison's mom and I wasn't, Ruby's mom and I, you know I wasn't sort of like just being mom I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be okay do you know what I mean and um I think that it's really important and I think that she she's she's it, it she's very very mature we're, we're a talker as family anyway we talk a lot about um where we're at with things and it's and really? I think because of where my headspace been before um and um I was in an abusive relationship before so the, the things where the dad wasn't great and he's seen a lot of things he shouldn't have seen so we, we mm. talk a lot as a family um and about headspace and emotions and things like that and I feel like if it was the other two that were in Madison's situation things would be different but yeah. Madison is very much like me in the terms of she's able to logically look at a situation mm -hmm. and know what's needed overall rather than just one point of it you know um yeah. but yeah she's she's an incredible girl but definitely needed the time out and still need the time out um and I feel like I would possibly have had a breakdown before now if I wasn't having that time out. Because I've been on the edge a few times with things over the last couple of months. Yeah. But um, but yeah, we're getting by, we're doing all right. Without a doubt. I mean, one of the biggest things, one of the biggest reasons I kind of, I'm doing this and, you know, my brand is I'm doing it for me. And, and sometimes yeah. that can get mistaken with being selfish and just doing things that are only, because the definition of, you know, selfish is doing things only for your own gain. But but really, when we look at, at how we operate, and there's that phrase you can't give from an empty cup, or, you know, when we look at yeah, ourselves as having a battery as well, you have to have a place to get space and to recharge. There has to be yeah, some self-care to be the best that you can be at whatever you're applying yourself at, whether it be strongman, whether it be being a parent, you know, whether it be being a friend or whatever. All that. Yeah, absolutely. But also, if you're not if you're not doing anything for yourself, then what use are you to anyone else, you know? you're not doing anything that brings you joy how can you pass joy along oh do you know if you yeah. if you're not if you're not prioritizing yourself and your happiness and your um passions and comforts and everything else that that make us as humans happy how can you how can you pass that along to anyone else i don't feel like you can well you can't be i mean we've we've touched on the fact that you influence people so when, yeah. whoever you around the closest you will have an influence on that person yeah absolutely and, yeah you know we know there's there's that old adage of you know some people being radiators and some people's being drains you know and you'll have very positive yeah. very outward people in your life that you think wow you know it feels good to be around them and then you'll have other people who need a bit more attention and they'll be the kind of the drains and they might you know be a little bit negative or the mood might go down and they don't make you feel so good you know yeah um and yeah, definitely, I, I definitely think there's hopefully more of a shift in towards that being normal now. Really, the idea of that actually working on yourself isn't taken away from anybody else. It isn't taken away from you physically being there for other people. Yeah, absolutely. You're actually just working on making yourself better so you can be more effective at what you do. Yeah, and if you, I just feel like if you're a better version of yourself, that can only benefit everyone else around yeah. you, you know, and... 
Um, and if somebody doesn't like you better in yourself, I just think they're not your people. You know, like if somebody doesn't like that I take time away from my kids to go to the gym, even in the situation I'm in, then that's on them. Do you know what I mean? It's not my problem. I've had conversations with the kids and whoever else is involved. And that's that's something that we have decided that it's good for us all together. Mm. Um, or, and you can put that into anything in life. Do you know what I mean? If somebody doesn't like you taking time out to do podcasts, that's their yeah. problem. It's nothing to do with them. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It's, it's My dad always says, um, what other people think of you is none of your business. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, okay. Never take anything personally. Yeah, it's exactly. Always about, it's always about them rather than you, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So I, if there was one thing, or maybe if there was something you could say to somebody that was, so let's take it back to your, you're in that position, you're in, you know, in, you're in hospital, you're, you know, caring for your daughter and you're there and your mind is that you are there, you're going to put your world on hold because actually all you want to put your energy on right, right now is healing, is is love is all the other things so there's there's bound to be people out there that are in that position okay just yeah, like yeah. you were what is is the one thing you could say to them to help them understand how you know that isn't the only way to go um i would say that there's going to be guilt either way of what's going on and you may as well just try and do the best in, for the full situation and um if you taking an hour to yourself two, three times a week is going to make you a better person for the other 23 hours a day. Take the hour a week, uh, take the hour a day, you know, like, because you can't, you can't give all to somebody and not have anything for yourself and be the best version of yourself. In my opinion. No, I think that's a, that's a very, 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 very powerful thought. Um, yeah. It's almost like, would you rather have 50% of me all the time or 80% of me most of the time? Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. You can't. It's humans, I think, that we're very selfish within ourselves anyway, but not. I don't feel like it's a negative thing. I feel like it's a must. Yeah. Do you I mean? We have to survive ourselves before we can look after anyone else. Yeah. Um, If I hadn't have found. Um, the gym and, uh, and I spend a lot of time at the club and things like that and I spend a lot of time training and I spend a lot of money in the sport and competitions traveling food training coach you know it's all, it's, all, it's it's an expensive hobby but if I hadn't if I didn't invest that time and that money into it it's very very possible that I wouldn't be here for my kids at all so that's not even a choice is it which, which of those is less selfish yeah not that the other's selfish i don't mean that and <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't worry about that yeah. i think it's quite obvious way. if anyone took that wrong sorry <laughs> no i told you i might get cancelled during this didn't i but yeah cancel, cancel culture yeah you finished after this case sorry yeah, done. <laughs> no not not at all and i think i think i really appreciate your honesty and kind of just saying things as they are as well because you're right you know i think we're just I think if we open our minds to the word selfish and actually how it's used, um, and I think keep it to a point where actually, what is the intention of that act? Is that intention to recharge? Is that intention to better yourself and to heal yourself? Or is that intention to put out somebody else? Is that intention 
you know, is that yeah. intention negative? There, if you're children... setting out to be selfish and gain everything you can from everyone else in life, yes. then that's that's different to you wanting to better yourself, wanting to be a better version of yourself, a happier version, healthier version, a more positive p- person. Like you've just been able to fulfill what your potential is as a human. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ah, oh, some absolute gems. <laughs> some absolute gems today. And I bet I bet you didn't think that, you know, you'd be dropping all these, I like to call them knowledge bombs. You know. No, this is all the sort of stuff that I normally chat shit to with friends. <laughs> <laughs> but, but this okay, is, okay. You know, and this, this is why I do this because, you know, even just, you know, any corners of the world, people talk things that are so true and so powerful when you're passionate yeah. about something. And when, you know, sometimes it takes us going through something that's really difficult to realize how important something is. And, you know, it's Absolutely. important for me to have this kind of platform to get that word out there and to find people like yourselves who actually, you know, we only met because of another podcast that I did. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's how you found me. And it's, you know, it's incredible, yeah. these little touch points, isn't it? Now, absolutely. I do have a little tradition that's been started as well. Now, I love superheroes. That's why I'm sat in space currently. Okay. Um, and not in Leeds, honest. But if you could have any superpower, yeah, what would it be and what would you use it for? Um, I would want to be able to read people's true emotion. Ooh. Is that too deep? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that's such a popular one? I've had a lot of people say read people's minds, but you've gone for it's, emotion. Yeah, and... I feel like um, I don't really want to know what people are thinking, like the ins and outs of the depths. I don't care what they're having for dinner or whatever else. Do you know what I mean? But you got Facebook for that? Yeah, exactly. Um, I would like to. If somebody smiles at you, know if it's a genuine smile, do you know what I mean? Or be able to help somebody that's possibly struggling and hiding it and things like that. I know um, when I was at my lowest, I, um, there's a picture that I share all the time that was taken from a night before, um, a night out the night before I, I sort of was at, it was at the, my lowest point. And on the picture, I look happier than I've ever looked in my life. And I wasn't, I was really, really not okay. Um, and I would like to just know if somebody needed help and they're not sort of saying, do you know what I mean? I think that it's really, unless you know somebody really well and you know somebody well enough, um, like I'll be able to tell if friends are different or if yeah. their smile's not quite genuine or if my partner's a bit off, I can sort of feel it and, you know. But if it's somebody that you just sort of know, if it's somebody at the club or something that I don't know as well, then and there's something wrong, I'd, I'd rather know and know to start a conversation. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. because it's very easy to put on a smile or yeah, yeah everything's brilliant when it when it's not um so yeah being able to read somebody's emotion and know if it was a genuine yes yeah. i'm okay genuine smile or if there's something a bit broken and a bit wrong and they needed a conversation and needed an ear and almost more specifically then from what you've just said it's the ability to be able to see through a mask yeah absolutely that yeah 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 and, to, um, and I think you can, you can, you know, we talk about being able to do that. And, and you know, if you ask someone if they're okay and you're not mm-hmm. quite sure, you can ask that question again. And a lot of times that can be enough, can't it, to start a bit? Of- yeah, absolutely. I think, it. so I talk a lot about um, mental health and things on, on my social media. You know, if I'm not having a good time, I'll very openly say I'm not having a good time. Yeah. Um, or if I'm pissed off at something, I'll very openly say, I'm pissed like my my comp yesterday I'm over it now I'm sort of like 
reflected a lot in things but yesterday I really wasn't all right with it and I won't be like woohoo buzzing had a great day it's like well actually no I'm, I'm yeah. and I'm just very open about the good and the bad that's why that's why my insta's k does life it's um and when I was recovering from the 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 real dark pits of uh, dark pits of depression that sounds really dramatic doesn't it <laughs> but like, that's what it was when I was when I was recovering and, and and bringing myself out of that and getting to a point where I was enjoying life again and enjoying who I was again um I spoke a lot about it and I used to write a lot about it on posts and you know the feeling of depression and and the feeling of feeling one day you're fine and the other day you're really not fine and I, I feel like it's really important to talk about just in general a good and a bad day yeah. you know because I feel like if you can talk about the little things that are that are, are bothering you or the little things I mean in life at the minute of the, the things going off off the other day I cried over not being able to fucking press <laughs> not being able to press 80 kilo for more than four reps Do you know what I mean? like, yeah yeah <laughs> and I cried over it and I was ready for quitting strongman and everything on that day um and I had my wobble I put it on Instagram and people reach out to you because you say that you know something little shit but me doing that saves me having a bigger meltdown or a bigger episode of yeah. of things not being all right over the, the bigger things do you know what I'm, like I can't control what's going on with Madison right now but I can control letting out the emotion of everything else that's bothering me do you know what I mean yeah. Um, and I feel like people, if people were more open about the, how how often do you go on Instagram and everyone's just happy and everyone's just buzzing and loving life and Facebook's all holiday pictures and happy this and happy that, but nobody wants to talk about the fact that they just sat and argued with their friends, their, their family for the whole car ride home, but you know they just post the happy picture on the way, mm-hmm. the way there. Do you know what I mean? And it's like I feel like we all need to be a bit more honest about life if if you're wanting to do the whole social media thing just be more honest about what it actually is because it's not all sunshine and rainbows do you know what I mean it's 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 okay to be authentic and and yeah. I, I think it's it's 10 times better to be you know authentic be your authentic self yourself. yeah yeah and I feel like since I've been able to be authentically myself and just be if I'm moody then I'm moody do you know what I mean I'm not going to pretend I'm not I'll walk into the gym and somebody'll be all right I'm like no do you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. like, all right, okay. <laughs> but then you're probably surrounded by people that just go, come on, sort yourself out. Yeah. Come and do, a do you know what I mean? Or I'll be like, they'll be like, are you training or are you just sitting? And then that's sort of like, if I'm just sitting, they kind of know <laughs> that something's going off. If I'm training, everything's all right. Yeah. Um, but like, it is just being able to say, no, actually things aren't okay, but it's fine. I'm here, I'm doing it. Do, why, why do we have to always put on a smile and why do we always have to say? And I feel like since I've been able to do that, my mental health has been better. Yeah. since I've been able to be honest about today's not a good day do you know, like not every day is a good day and that's fine um and I just feel like more people should stop bullshitting about how happy their lives are um it's brilliant that people are happy in life obviously and I think it's brilliant but just don't we don't need to hide the negatives we, we should be more if if we're all a bit more honest the people who really need to open up would feel more comfortable doing so yes and I think one of the things that it's kind of that point, you know, alludes to as well is getting rid of the idea of just the simply think positive. Yeah. You know, as a, as a, you know, as all of a sudden you put a picture up on Instagram that's all positive and happy and that that's going to make your life happy because 
to change how you feel, you've got to have action as well, haven't you? Yeah. Do you know, I watched um, a thing and it was, um, I think it was Ed Sheeran that said, whenever somebody posts a selfie, yes, that's what, yeah. I always want to reach out to them. And do you know what? When I watched that, I thought, I do that. When I'm feeling a bit shit, I'll post a selfie because you want the likes, you want the, the, you want people. It's a positive interaction, isn't it? Yeah. Over something you don't need to think about, feel like you don't you know it's and at the time I thought I I do that and I did used to do that and now I'm very conscious of not doing it you know now I'm very you catch conscious yourself of, trying to do it yeah and now I'm very conscious of like no you don't need that instant gratification you need to have a think about what's what's going on like what yeah. and, and things like that and I just think I don't know there's a lot there's a lot to it and, and think positive it's just that I think if you're having a shit time sit with it and allow yourself to have a shit time don't try and force it and hide it. Allow yourself to feel. We, I seen another thing the other day as well, and it's like somebody said, um, if somebody starts laughing for no reason, we don't look at them and be like, oh my God, they shouldn't be laughing. But if somebody starts crying, we all judge. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just an emotion. Allow yourself to feel what you feel. And if we all just did it a little bit more, I feel like things would be a lot easier for everyone. And the people who really need to be able to reach out would feel more comfortable in saying, actually, no, I'm not okay. Because everyone doing it for mental health week or mental health month is great until we forget about it the other nine, nine months of the year. No, nope. That's a very short year. No, it's an incredibly kind of relevant point. And I think just normalising everything normalizing the conversations you know i do some work with um, an organization called six connections and the the idea of that is you know having six connections around you that and it doesn't need to be family it doesn't need to be close friends it can even be books it can be authors it can be anything that but ones that inspire you and ones that will kind of help you either be honest um, we can have different relationships between different people um but just those people close to you your tribe are the ones that will always make you feel good or they'll hold you accountable or they'll just help you find, you know, your kind of your true self and your best self. Yeah, absolutely. You'll either say, you know, um, X, Y, or Z, and I'll either get, and it's either, they're all those valid responses, but it'll be like, right, okay, well, there's nothing you can do about that. So come on, like, give yourself a minute, deal with it. Let's go sort it out, big girl pants on. Or they'll be like, okay, yeah, that's valid. Have a day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like that's how we have to manage things. And it's just, I feel like mental health is destroying a lot of people at the minute. And it's because although we're trying to do this whole accepting mental health thing, it's still in a pretty little parcel. And and most people who suffer with bad depression, anxiety, and, and, and things like that, it's it's fleeting. So it's it, they can have a really good morning, then a really, really shit evening and mm. their mood can be really low or it can be the opposite way around they can wake up and just feel absolutely horrendous and it doesn't have to last for months on end before somebody notices it it can just be those little bits that build up and if we can just acknowledge and be like i've woke up feeling crap today i feel loud there's something do you know what i mean i don't know what it is there's not anything in particularly wrong and it's like right do you need a conversation do you need a hug do you need a coffee do you need yeah. a baking butter like yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely you know, and if if we if we accept that everyone has mental health, 
but it can be yeah. good or bad because we have physical health and if we feel poorly we act on it we take some time off we exactly. find something that's going to make it better but we just don't do the same you don't ignore a headache until it becomes a migraine do you no do you know what i mean and that's what we do with i feel like that's what we do with mental health is we ignore the little things and don't acknowledge it yeah until it's a big thing and it's like well if we all just were a bit more honest and a bit more I don't know. You have your tantrum. I'm I'm a big fan of having a strop or a tantrum, and I have it, and then I'm done. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I let myself feel whatever I'm feeling, and I didn't used to, and I feel like that's important now. Is allowing myself to feel and not hiding it. If somebody asks me if I'm okay and I'm not, I won't say yes. I just won't. I'll just be like, no. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it right now, but no, I'm not okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, or no, I'm not okay. And yes, can we go for a coffee and have a chat? Or whatever it is. So that, you know, feeling, I suppose, empowered enough to be able to be able to just talk about it or yeah. at least just say nothing. There's nothing you can do. So it's just living on other people's expectations so they know what they can do to support exactly. you. And I feel like that's a big one as well. Like, obviously, this has all come from me hitting a really low point and me not wanting to, to be alive anymore. Do you know what I mean? This is, this is, I've built myself up to this point. I don't think it's easy to just switch. Yeah. But this is all from reflection of I I might not have been alive, you know, like, and that's the realization for me. And that's why it's for me, it's so important that it's we just we don't ignore the little stuff just because it's not a big deal. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel I don't know, I don't know how if I'm explaining it right or not. It's it's hard one to explain in a where I'm at with it do you know what I mean but definitely just limiting people's expectations people can't fit if you're ha if you're suffering with depression somebody can't fix it do you know what I mean like but you might need a coffee or you might need a hug or you might need somebody to just leave you completely alone I feel like we need to learn how to communicate that within yeah. ourselves before we can communicate it to others but starting that with a conversation of today's not a good day just so you know yeah I think do you know what I mean I think that very much starts from um, acceptance. And yeah. like say, accepting that you feel like that. And that's okay. Yeah. You want it to change, but right now that's how you feel. Yeah, and, and allow yourself point, to feel it. Yeah, and allow yourself to, to feel it. And, and maybe then you can see actually what things might help. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people think they're wallowing if they allow themselves to feel yes. it. And I feel like that's a real misconception as well. Do you know I mean, if you're having a rough time, and you acknowledge that you're having a rough time, that doesn't mean you're wallowing in it. It means that you're allowing yourself to process it. If you put a lid on it and put a lid on it and put a lid on it and put a lid on it, all you've got is piles of problems. Yeah. If you deal with this problem and process that problem, it's not going to pile up as big, as big and as quick. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I've waffled on loads, haven't I? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. It just, for, me, for me, it just shows something that's important to you. Oh, um, definitely important, And, yeah. you know... Absolutely. And, you know, I've resonated with a lot of the things you've said because I've I've felt the same and I've pressured myself to put a face on or pretend or, yeah. you know, as a piece. And how exhausting is that? It's exhausting. It's I terrible. Mean, you're, you're already exhausted from just yeah. being and then you have to put a smile on. It's like, I don't want to. No. I want to frown today. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but it all comes back to you absolutely have to accept and let yourself yeah. be. And, and then go from there. And if you can surround yourself with people that can either understand that or just at least work with that, and you know, yeah. then. 
know, I think uh, getting people to understand it is possibly a harder one if people haven't experienced yes. quite what it is. But getting people to try to understand or try to work with you, if it is, if, if they're your people and they're there for you, then they will, they absolutely will try and work with you best you can. They'll try and learn. They'll try and educate themselves. Tr just try and learn with you about how to process it alongside you. Yeah. You know, um, and if they don't, then they're not your people. And I think yeah. that that's. And there's obviously, you know, if people haven't experienced it, absolutely, it's going to be so tricky to try and understand. Yeah. But, you know, we keep going on about it. Well, I keep going on about acceptance. And I'm going to keep drilling that because if you can accept how you feel and then you can maybe feel good enough to say to people, look, sometimes I might seem a bit off. It's not you. Otherwise, I'd tell you. Yeah. But actually, if I do that, you know, just leave me be. Or, you know, yeah. I'll let you know if there's something you can do for me. And I feel like the importance from people suffering as well, actually, is that just so you know, this isn't a you thing. This is a me thing. Because yeah. the amount of um, people that I pushed away yeah. who thought it was a them thing, and it definitely wasn't. It was a me thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it, not even a little bit, but they weren't to know that. People don't know this. So if you can accept within yourself, as you say, and, and acknowledge where you're at and what you're feeling, and then from there just pass that information on this is how I feel nothing to do with you if I'm off if I'm a bit of a dickhead if I'm moody yeah. I might need some space I might need you to be like are you okay do you want yeah time to chat do you want to sit on the sofa and not chat do you want to put some stupid shit on tv do you know whatever it is like yeah do you want to go out for food and not talk about anything relevant it, it yeah. could be like you know there's so many ways around it that we can yeah that we can juggle it but that acceptance passing on the information and then just reassuring if somebody doesn't understand reassuring them and, and letting them know that you know this you know this is me and thank you do you know what I mean and I think like something like that from us gives them a lot um somebody who, who hasn't experienced it and doesn't know that gives them feedback to know that oh okay I'm doing I'm doing all right like and it's hard to do that because when you're feeling the way that you're feeling it's not easy but if you're if you're feeling a certain way and you want to get to that point, because it's not a, it's not a cut and dry thing, you know, you suffer on and off for it comes and goes and it, it's, you have to be aware of it. And if you're going to beat that sort of side of things, I say beat it. I don't know if you ever do beat it. If you're going to control it, maybe I don't know what the right word is there. Um, you've almost, you've almost, you've almost got to just live with it. Yeah. yeah. With it and it, it, you know, it, find your balance. Yeah. And in order to do that with the people around you, you have to, be able to communicate it because they've got no idea yes yeah so the, the best and the most effective ways is to be able to let people know but if there's somebody that isn't able to do that and and, and if you're listening and you know you know someone that's going through something and you yeah. wonder whether it's a you thing or whether yeah. it's a them thing like, it's definitely just, not a you thing <laughs> well it, it's normally not a you thing but also i always think that if you can go back to you and go i am going to do everything for them that i feel it's natural to me. I, th I feel it's the right thing to do. Then yeah. I don't think you can ever feel bad about that. And do you know what? I, a, a message, a thing that I think is really important is just that I'm here. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like just yeah. a, that, and it doesn't have to be more than that. Just I'm here. Yeah. And that can, because that, that at times where I've needed it, it sat with me. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I might not use it and I might not do anything about it, but it does you do you do see it and you do hear it 
Yeah. Do you I mean so just that I'm here and if, if you think somebody's struggling or you, or you know somebody's struggling, that's something very simple that you can do that's that's really easy to do. No, it's really easy. And actually using technology as well. One thing I've done when I've when I've you know if I felt low is I've actually gone onto my messenger and I've used the search function. And if you search yeah. for the phrase I'm here, you'll find yeah. the people that have said that to you in the past. And sometimes that could be the difference between you yeah. going, I'll reach out to someone and not. So, you know, that's yeah. a really simple way that we can maybe, you know, start doing that and that you can find it and you can find those people because sometimes it feels like you don't want to talk or you just need that little bit of something to go, this person offered, you know, I'm, I'm going yeah. to put on it. And people don't offer unless they mean it. No. That's the other thing. So a lot of times people think that people just say things. People don't, people don't offer if they don't mean it. And I think, you, you know, mean? anyway, I think some, some people can, and I'm not saying they do it for, for whatever reason or agenda. I think they can, mm. you know, it can, I'm going to say it can almost be fashionable, especially okay, when yeah. like mental health months and stuff like that. And I'm not saying this is always the case, but I think we know the people that, are yeah. because it won't be the only time they get in contact. I think. No, that's true. Isn't it? Um, you know, but definitely it's, it's just try to find as many ways and just have a little toolkit on what we can do when, things are feeling particularly tough yeah um yeah we spoke a lot about mental health there haven't we <laughs> we have i, I think I, I think it's incredible and i hope yeah. hopefully you've had i was going to say fun doing this but considering the topic have you enjoyed it i have enjoyed it i've enjoyed it. it's something that i'm really passionate about um, mental health and strongman or any kind of exercise to go along with it um i'm not somebody that's like oh you must exercise and things but just find something that gets your body moving because i feel like if you can I, I just think the two are so entwined yeah. Um, anyone who trains misses a session and they'll all say that their head goes to shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that you've missed it. You need it. Yeah. Because it becomes that, it becomes your your exercise, your is your drug and is your your medicine. You know, it becomes your thing. That, Release, I suppose, as well. As yeah, yeah, life, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I've enjoyed it. <laughs> Good. Well, I'm glad. That's, that's, that's part of the aim as well. So firstly, I'd like to say, Thank you, not only for coming on, but also for just being a, a magnificent role model and, and for being so candid about some of the stuff, some of the challenges you're facing. Thank um, you. If anybody wants to follow your progress, yeah. follow you, or even to support Madison, because I know you've been doing some kind of raising. This isn't yeah. a plug, but I think it's important to know if there's anyone that does want to contribute. Where can they do so? Or where can they follow you? Um, Instagram, K underscore does underscore life or Kay Gallagher, if you search it. But yeah, Kay does life on Instagram. Um, I use Facebook and things, but that's Instagram's where I, I do yeah. everything. Um, but yeah, that's... And if anyone needs a conversation as well, and I'm not just saying it because it's popular. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm definitely an advocate for talking yeah. about anything big or small. And if, if people want to talk, I definitely... My inbox is actually genuinely open. And if you need a call, we'll call. Do you know what I mean? It's... I, I'm I'm passionate about that about people talking. I was going to say about people getting better, but it's not even always about getting better. It's just about acknowledging where you're at. Yeah, you can't get better without that step. So, no. Yeah, talking. Absolutely, and just yeah. and just turning that day around, maybe, or just making that day a little bit less foggy. Yeah, exactly that. As well, a little bit clearer. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, thank you very much, Kate. If anybody um, listening, please don't forget to like, subscribe this podcast, whatever it is you're listening to it on, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify, just so you don't miss out um, on any of the next ones. Feel free to listen to some of the old episodes. 
And if you want to find out about anything I do, oh, I've pointed the right way this time. I <laughs> it's um, well www.imdoingitfor.me and that'll give you everything to YouTube videos, anything that I've done and put out there. Hopefully something has resonated today and that you've enjoyed yourself listening. So until next time, stay super. Thank you.